0: Welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching.
1: And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there.
0: You can't see the spinach in your own teeth.
1: And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete
0: and unadulterated sense. We are back for our third week on assertiveness, and Karen and I are going to talk about What happens when people aren't assertive, they become passive, and then that turns into people-pleasing. So many times uh, previous to this one, we've shared really what assertiveness is, and it is about putting your needs, thoughts, and opinions out. So what happens so often for clients or ourselves who are people-pleasers in the world is we put other people's needs, thoughts, and opinions above our own. Right. So I don't tend to be, I don't tend to fall in the people pleasing category. Um, Karen's like, nope. And there are times though that I am concerned about other people's needs, thoughts, and opinions, but definitely I have the a great assertive skills to be able to speak about what I need. But let's talk about some of those drivers, Karen, about people who do fall into the people pleasing category. And what makes them lose the skill of assertiveness in the moment when they are saying yes to somebody or not sharing an opinion with somebody um, and giving somebody else the power over the entire situation.
1: So, so I think Jim, with the, with the people pleasing part of it, I don't know. All I can just keep thinking right now is, is about you know how are you don't you know you don't speak up right you don't stand up for yourself and and you get pissed that people take advantage of you right so it's funny because it's almost like that self fulfilling prophecy thing because people turn out you it's it's kind of like you turn out to be a pushover because you're people pleasing and then you're pissed that you're a pushover but you just created the whole thing of getting taken advantage of, because you just keep saying yes. So, so I think with this whole people pleasing thing, it's identifying that, Hey, understanding what the hell are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? And what are you trying to protect? And that's what's really just jumping out for me right now, with the whole people pleasing thing, because I, I get it, right? You know, we've all had moments where we didn't say something that we probably should have said. And, you know, we have said yes, when we really should have said no. And then you're like, crap, what the F did I just do? And but I think that if that becomes a pattern and that's how you live your life, it's understanding. We need to create some awareness about like what's happening for you at that point.
0: You know, Kara, it's it's fun uh, listening to you because what really stands out for me about what you just said is you got to ask yourself what are you trying to protect. So let's take a situation where somebody is being a people pleaser. They're not saying what they really want. They're saying yes to the other person. They're maybe silently resenting the situation themselves or the other person. What do you think somebody who says yes, but wants to say no, what do you think they're really trying to protect? Are you asking me that? I am, yeah. This is (laughs) what we're gonna riff on today, so to speak. So I
1: think it's a couple of things, right? It's they could be trying to protect somebody else's feelings. Right. They could be trying to protect their own feelings of they don't want to be seen like like they're an asshole. Right. They don't want to come across as being not being a team player. So those are some of the things that pop up for me when people say yes, when they say no.
0: It's interesting when you say that, it's almost like um, people who say yes, when they want to say no, they're concerned about perception. What do other people think? What do I think and how will I be perceived, right? As opposed to what do I truly want? And all of it is around people's judgment or judgment of self and the uncomfortable feelings that might come up. So Karen, if you ask me to do something and I tell you no, then perhaps I don't want you to be mad at me. I don't want you to think ill of me. I don't want you to judge me. I don't want you to have a reaction to me because that might be feel more uncomfortable dealing and managing with that emotion. Why are you laughing so hard? Uh, You don't, you don't want me to think ill of you. No, I don't. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. It's just, um, it's a saying in the world. Okay. Have you not heard that?
1: Yeah. It's just, I don't know, think ill of you. We uh, have to Google that at some point. But yeah, I don't think you normally hear that coming out of my mouth. No, not at all. But I think here is it it it's just it's almost like it's it's like anything else. You need the awareness around, you know, what needs to change. And and fortunately, so here you have to have the awareness before something's going to change. Because if you're just sleepwalking through freaking life, it doesn't matter. You're just going to continue to sleepwalk and you're not even going to know. And you're going to people please and you're not going to resent it. You're just going to be blah, 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 whatever. But once you create the awareness, then it's just like, okay, great. Now Now I have the awareness that I might be lacking in assertiveness. And then when you're lacking in the assertiveness and you know it, the beautiful thing is that what, Jen? Assertiveness is a learned skill or ability, whatever you want to call it. But you can learn it and you learn it through practice. And it might not be easy, especially in the beginning. But, you know, you're not going to all of a sudden go from a people pleaser to, you know, the other end of the spectrum. But if you can really understand and figure out And have that ability to express your feelings, your beliefs, your thoughts, to kind of stand up for yourself in a, you know, non-confrontational, destructive kind of way and really, really expressing your emotions. So you can be frank with putting your views across about how you see things or what you believe in and, and the assertiveness piece of it, I think is it's, it helps you get to the point of, you know, how far are you going to go to stand up? For what it is that you believe in or for what you believe is right, because, and again, you don't have to get aggressive, but it's, you know, what's the balance between a serve and aggressive between standing up for what you really believe in.
0: You know, so I was, um I'm thinking through, here's an exercise that you guys could do for yourselves or use with your clients, right? So people are really saying, you know, and you you hear people say it all the time. I'm a people pleaser, which is like the worst thought to have because it kind of labels you as a people pleaser and makes it feel like it's your identity versus something you do it sometimes. Even that I'm a recovering people pleaser, just like knock all that shit off and learn how to say yes and learn how to say no. Right. And saying yes, sometimes with boundaries. So here's some questions that I want you to think about, right? Make a list of the things that you are saying yes to that you have wanted to say no to. Just do the last three things. And it could be anything, right? It could be um, something that happens at work. It could be with your children. It could be around um, uh, something you're talking to your neighbor about. doesn't really matter. So What are you saying yes to that you know you really would rather say no to? The second thing then for each of those is what are you concerned will happen if you say no? Because sometimes you might surprise yourself. You might be concerned that they'll never ask you again. Right? It could be that you might hurt someone's feelings. It could be that they'll be upset with you. It could be that somebody else will get the promotion really think through what are you concerned will happen if you say no. So in this situation, the next question is, what are you trading off? What's the trade-off? So you said yes, you want to say no, you think this might happen, what's the real trade-off? And then you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Right? Those are the kinds of ways to be able to get a better handle because then you can find out is your fear of saying no from a feeling you may experience um, somebody's reaction or something you might miss out on and that's a great exercise to be able to really start to understand your own relationship with being passive or people-pleasing so on that note Karen I think we're done we're done Um, Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks
1: for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in crowd of
0: coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash
1: inner circle. It's time to get real.